educating, informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, welcome to the Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. And on demand on your favorite podcast platform. Well, it's 510 on Wednesday, May 10th. And say hello to Johnny Cadillac, our producer extraordinaire. Johnny, how was your how was your day off yesterday? We had baseball preempted us. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, it ended up being spent in a way I wasn't expecting, but much me- needed. I took a five hour nap. Wow! I woke up five at hours. like nine fifteen, and I said, "Oh, that might have been a little too long." <laughs> well, it's a hot one out there today, folks. I was—I told Johnny I was running around in my monkey suit, uh, my my black suit, uh, all day today, running around, and uh, we'll preview a little bit of a—you uh, know—we have different uh, uh, clients, and we've got a client that's in town this week. I can't say who it is yet, uh, but uh, there'll be a big announcement about. Uh, a week coming up uh, this summer that will be pretty exciting for the city of Lincoln. So, But I am uh, really, really honored tonight to welcome into the studio uh, Mr. Paul Hamill, who's a senior reporter for the Nebraska Examiner. And if you're not familiar with their work, uh, you should be. Uh, an independent, nonprofit, nonpartisan newsroom. And so, Paul, welcome to the Dan Parsons hey, Show. Hey, Dan. Thanks for having me. And congratulations to you for getting the show. I think uh, KLN's made an excellent choice of getting you on the air. And, well, you're very kind. Uh, appreciate you having me on. The yeah. honor's all mine. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, uh, Paul has covered the Nebraska legislature and state government uh, uh, for decades. And I was, teasing, I was teasing you, Paul. It's like um, I, I need to follow your lead and because uh, I was looking at my bio, you know, with this new gig and stuff. And, and I actually named the decades. I just need to say, like you do, just decades. <laughs> just plural. <laughs> and, and what decade people... are we in now, then? For me, well, it would be the, my third decade of doing this. So, oh. you know. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the decade of filibusters. <laughs> yeah, well, that feels is. like there's been a decade. <laughs> full of filibusters. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so anyway, a little bit about Paul. So about Paul and I have known each other for a good 30 years. So uh, a native of Ralston, Nebraska. Uh, he's a vice president. How come you can't get the president spot? Of the John G. Nyhart Foundation. That's pretty cool, Paul. And a member of the Nebraska Hop Growers. And I love this, a volunteer caretaker for Irvingdale Park here in Lincoln. Yeah, I'm a sucker for making a park look good yeah. and we got some neighbors who plant flowers and yeah you know, yeah that's what we do but uh, yeah. i'll put in a plug for the nyhart foundation we yeah, climb please. black elk peak every year in commemoration of the event when nyhart yeah. took chief black elk to the top of was called harney peak there okay then now it's called black elk peak but we're doing that on may 29th okay. memorial day and where can people find out more about that? Uh, you could go to our uh, Facebook page, okay. John Iheart Center. We have a, a website. It would be on that as well. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, no, that's that's cool. Yeah, yeah Paul and I drink uh, craft beer once in a while. Well, you, you you sometimes bring your own. Beer is reason that God meant us to be happy, I think. Uh, I think we can all agree on that one. Amen, uh, brother. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, my grandma used to brew something called Prohibition beer. Okay. Um, used to be able to go to a grocery store during the 30s, and you could buy the crude ingredients for beer and make it, and that's... Avoid where, the authorities. And a lot, and... How a lot of farm families... That's cool. Uh, 
made their own beer, made it through a prohibition. That's cool. Yeah. Well, your day job of covering the legislature, have you ever seen a session quite like this? Uh, This is totally unprecedented. I mean, I think we went into the session knowing that there would be this this huge glut of money. They have an enormous surplus of funds uh, to spend, and then they have all this federal money, the ARPA funds that they can spend. So, I mean, that was going to be unprecedented mm-hmm. in itself. Mm-hmm. And then, then we saw a lot of, uh, what should we call it, social uh, culture, culture war bills yeah. Yeah. introduced, and that's has spawned this, you know, series of filibusters uh, from Senators uh, Kavanaugh and Hunt, Hunt yeah. uh, throughout the year. So every bill takes eight hours to debate and then there's a cloture vote and uh, there's a lot of venting and uh it's just really changed the tenor of the place over there people are at odds uh, it just seems like every day and really not getting a whole lot done well i don't know if i'd say that okay. i mean uh i think the important the important stuff, stuff is, is to gonna is yeah. gonna happen i mean they are working on tax cut bills they are gonna pass in some form the budget is advancing. They had second round debate on the budget today, um, and they have a a new phenomena. Well, not really a new phenomena, but they call them Christmas tree bills. Yeah, it's new for the Nebraska legislature. We it's do it all the time in Congress. Sort of new. I mean, they would have a, a committee Christmas tree bill, and it's usually things that just had to be done, non controversial yeah. things. They'd have three or four bills uh, lumped together. Now they've got 15 to 20 bills lumped together. Um, and, you know, it, it's one way to get something done in a short period of time, but it, it, it doesn't allow a lot of debate on right. uh, multiple issues. And it does raise concern about something that, uh, that's in the Constitution, which is the single subject rule. Yes. Yeah, I um, wanted to chat about that because it, it now, now we have – the two most controversial bills in this session of the legislature are going to be combined. It's a super whopper, <laughs> the super whopper uh, bill amendment, you know, and a compromise. I mean, we had uh, obviously this bill that would ban uh, trans uh, gender uh, affirming uh, procedures mm-hmm. that has caused all this controversy, and you know, and we had a, an abortion. Proposal, you know, Roe versus Wade got yeah. struck down last summer, so it's energized yeah. uh, pro-life people to, you know, let's let's really ratchet now back Nebraska's twenty-week ban on abortion. And they even talked about having a special session last summer in order to maybe consider rolling back uh, the abortion. Couldn't laws. get it done. I mm-hmm. mean, they couldn't find thirty-three senators, and I think there were a, a group of senators who were, you know, sort of moderate in the middle. Uh, they were at the end of their term, and they just said, forget it, we're not going to come back for that, and uh, deferred to this legislature, which is a much more conservative group, I would say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're just joining us, Paul Hamill from the, from the Nebraska Examiner is joining us today on the Dan Parsons Show, uh, and Paul has covered the Nebraska legislature for uh, for a while. And uh, so so that bill, where's it at? So there, so there was an amendment uh, introduced on Monday, or filed on Monday, right? And and to combine those two, the two most controversial bills of the session. So where is that process at of approving that amendment or well, debating uh, that amendment? Yeah, the uh, the gender affirming bill was on final reading. It had advanced uh, 
just barely through mm-hmm. the first two rounds of debate, and there was still some discussion about whether we should amend that. So it was a waiting final round debate. And of course, they had a, a heartbeat uh, abortion ban at six weeks, and uh, uh, one of the senators, uh, a couple senators, I guess, blocked that by saying it's too extreme. Uh, but what you find out in the legislature, you know, everybody thought, well, that's dead. You know, the abortion issue is dead for the year. We can well, take, take that off the list. Not true. Not, I mean, well, not so fast. Yeah, kids. not so fast. When there's a will, there's a way. And I, I knew something was going to come back. And uh, Senator Reapy out of Ralston, one of the people that blocked the six-week ban, had said, you know, 12-week is is more reasonable. In kind of the mind. compromise. But, right. Yep. So that. Now, they were looking for a home for that, so it's a, really an unusual pairing to bring an abortion bill Man. onto a, a transgender rights bill. Um, and it does raise this question about whether they are uh, compatible or not. Yeah, so you dug into the to the law, into the Constitution. <laughs> yeah. and yeah, I, uh, I ventured out into the weeds of the uh, <laughs> Nebraska Constitution, but there's a clause that says, that uh, bill should contain only a single subject, and its title should adequately, accurately describe what's in the bill. So the question is, would be raised in a lawsuit. Somebody would have to challenge this with a lawsuit. After the bill was passed. After the bill was passed and signed into law, uh, whether or not these two items were part of a single subject. Now, the sponsors of this... uh, uh, amendment this pairing have said you know we thought about that and uh, these two bills deal with protecting children they they deal with hmm. uh, medical procedures they hmm. they do affect what the department of health and human services has to do so we see no problem with that this is these are single subject but it's uh, some law professors i talked to said you know this is a kind of an untested part of uh, state law so we could see maybe an interesting lawsuit or not. I mean, the bill has to be passed. Has, uh, yet, and, has and it, I think there's still some uncertainty about that. Sure. Has anyone asked for an AG opinion? No, I've not. Uh, not I, that I know of. And I was there you asking go, kids. around yesterday. There's my there's my idea yeah, from sure. from my days back in As AG's a former office. AG office employee. <laughs> just to clarify <laughs> to our listeners, uh, if you're just joining us, Paul Hamill from Nebraska Examiner. I uh, I never I, I'm not an attorney. I just played one on TV. <laughs> but as you know, <laughs> AG office opinions aren't binding. That's right. And there was one back in the 1990s about. Uh, a bill that uh, Senator Ernie Chambers complained about. These weren't a single subject, he said. And the AG's office came back and said, well, you're probably right, but, you know, the way the courts interpret this uh, this law, they usually defer to the po- politicians when they pair these things. We're not sure a court would strike this down as violating the single subject rule. So, it's, so it remains to be seen if that could be... An issue that would sway any votes on the floor and trying to... Yeah, I, I think the, the the big issues will be, um, is there enough um, protection for women in a 12-week ban? Mm-hmm. I mean, there was... Uh, uh, it's not quite what Senator Reapy had wanted. Uh, what are some of the things that are... Well, he... Uh, fetal anomalies. Oh, that's right. Was the uh, was part of his his proposal, and and he's a former hospital administrator. Yeah. Yeah. He passionately talked about how the physicians he talked to said 
you know, you cannot tell if a woman, uh, if a pregnancy is going to end, you know, poorly, you right. know, with a, a, a fetal anomaly at six weeks. And, and doctors are saying you can't really tell at 12 weeks either. Mm-hmm. It usually takes about 15 weeks. So his, his bill, he put that language in that would cover that. Yes. Yeah. He included that in his amendment. So what has been a, proposed to be amended into the uh, trans bill isn't quite what he proposed. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Well, if they can't get Senator Repi on board then what how, how are I, things going to change well him? i mean i think he is on board I okay mean, he said what he's read seems okay to him okay i mean it's not, it's not perfect stone. for him but yeah you know. uh but then then there's also questions about the uh the transgender rights bill um mm-hmm. uh, it, does it go far enough does it uh include protections um i know uh, there was a group of senators who want sort of a checklist Hmm. And will that checklist be adequate? Uh, but they're leaving some of this interpretation up to the Department of Health and Human Services and the state medical officer. That's interesting. And the state medical officer was among uh, the the group that sent a letter opposed to the right uh, or in support of the bill right. LB five seventy four. So mm-hmm. um, some people are saying, "Oh, that's a conflict of interest." I, I'm not sure it is, but. Um, He's already stated an opinion. Because he works for the governor. <laughs> right, and yeah. he works for the governor, which, yeah. as you know, um, you work at the pleasure of the governor, right. and sometimes you 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 work you, for the governor that's right. because of that. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah, yeah. so I could, I could see that argument. So they have, just joining us, Paul Hamill from the Nebraska Examiner, uh, talking about the rough and tumble days over at the, uh, over at the Capitol in the Nebraska legislature. So... Fifteen days left. How many days left? Uh, where are we? I've kind of lost track. I mean, uh, somewhere it's in there. just unprecedented that they're working so many nights. Uh, they worked till eleven thirty on Monday. They wow. worked till nine. Some nine thirty yesterday. They're going to be up there till nine. I, I, I would say this is really a poor way to do business. I mean, it'd be yeah. like you coming in and saying, "Well, Dan." Uh, we got more work to do. You're just going to have to stay over and, you know, keep on working, you know, keep on talking. Yeah. Uh, and people get tired. I mean, just, uh, and they get edgy. And uh, uh, there was some screaming and yelling on the floor of the legislature today. And it's, wow. Uh, wow. you know, I hate to see it happen like this. Usually in a session, you'd see one or two night meetings and then, then they could move on. Boy, this year it's just an endless stream. So they're working on the bill or on the budget today, right? And uh, so they got to got to pass the budget, and then there's some there's some tax measures that the governor obviously wants to see. Yeah, Monday, uh, I'm sorry, Tuesday will be an interesting day. Uh, Senator uh, Luann Linehan from Elkhorn, who runs the uh, Revenue Committee, and uh, really has been a tax cutter uh, during her career, an effective one, uh, has a proposal to uh, uh, give some Funds to Nebraska Crossing, oh yeah, or similar to yes, exactly, yeah, uh, with the idea that you know, if we could just make Nebraska Crossing a tourism de- destination, yeah. we yeah. get all this new sales yeah. tax revenue. I, I think that's going to be a hard sell. Yeah. Okay, we'll be right back. You're listening to the Dan Parsons Show on fourteen hundred and ninety nine three KLIN. Welcome back to the Dan Parsons Show on 
1499.3 KLIN. And you can find us on your favorite pad, podcast, not podcast, podcast platform anytime you want. Hey, uh, coming, coming up in the second half of the show, uh, we will welcome, uh, Christina Oldfather from Rabble Mill. I'm featuring some of my favorite nonprofits as we get closer to Give to Lincoln Day. But, uh, as we wrap up here, this first, uh, segment of the show, uh, we're talking with Paul Hamill from the Nebraska Examiner. And Paul, uh, before we forget it, uh, remind our listeners how they can find your good work. Uh, of course, we're a website, a uh, nonprofit uh, news site, uh, NebraskaExaminer.com. We are based in Lincoln. We have an office here. Uh, our goal is to cover state government and state uh, news. It, it isn't getting covered today because, you know, the traditional media is, uh, you know, suffering. They're, they're laying people off and we're here to fill the void. I, I am so thankful. I, one of my missions for this program is to highlight local journalism. Yeah. So yeah. I'll be bugging you from time to time and Aaron in your shop and the guys from Flatwater. I'm bugging them from time to time. So you know I'm a fan of, of your work, Paul, and appreciate it very much. Well, the Nebraska legislature has got some work to do. So thanks for continuing to cover that. Yeah, thank you very much for having me on, Dan. You bet. Well, we will be right back after the break uh, with Chris. Christina Oldfather from Rabble Mill, 1499.3 KLIN. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Educating. Informing. Entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Welcome back to the Dan Parsons Show. And hey, if you don't catch us live, we hope you do, because there's nothing like live music and live radio. So, But if you miss us, you know, you can find us on your favorite podcast platform. Uh, Johnny producer extraordinaire, Johnny Cadillac, jamming out to the Dan Parsons oh, tune. So have I mentioned to you that I love this theme song? Thank I really you. do. It's it's a nice moving track. I yeah, like it. Yeah, well, I think it, it, it depicts what I like, yeah. Johnny. So, well, let me uh, welcome into the studio Christina Oldfather from Rabble Mill. Christina, thanks for coming in. Yeah, thanks for having me. You know, I just decided that uh, I wanted to highlight some of my favorite uh, nonprofits uh, this month uh, as we approach Give to Lincoln Day. And Rabble Mill is one of my faves. I've I've been a donor, I've been a supporter, and I thought... Doggone it, and Christina and I have known each other for a few years, and and you're somewhat new to the organization. You've made yeah. a transition. So tell us a little bit about uh, how you came to Rabble Mill, if you like, and, and then we, let's get into a little bit about what you guys do. Yeah, absolutely. So I joined the Rabble Mill team 
little over a year ago now, um, Rabble Mill was fortunate enough to get um, a grant from the city of Lincoln with ARPA funds to start uh, workforce development programming. And so I got the opportunity to join the team. I actually served on the board um, for a couple of years before that. So I was very passionate about, you know, their mission and the initiatives um, that they were doing and always doing very cool, forward thinking things with youth um, to engage them, to get them, um, help them build skills and opportunity and um, to be able to join the team was super exciting. So, And, and, and you had some great experience and background in, in that would qualify you very well for yes. that. Well, thank you, Dan. I appreciate you saying that. Uh, we, I, I've served as the uh, Director of Innovation and Entrepreneurship with the Lincoln Partnership for Economic Development uh, for several years yes. and had the opportunity to build programs and entrepreneurial support structures. So it was it was fun to be able to come in and build something new again. It's kind of kind of what I like to do. You so. do, and you do it well. I, that's how we've known each other. Uh, uh, you were officed out of uh, Fuse co-working uh, from time to time, where yes. I was uh, and still am. And so come back and visit anytime. We miss you. I need you. to do that, yeah. definitely. Yeah, but Rabble Mill, I mean, uh, again, some of my local heroes, Andrew Norman and Mike Smith, uh, they're visionary, and and it's so cool. You know, uh, not a lot of people know this, but I, for a short time, I graduated from high school out by those guys. I graduated oh, from high school in Ogallala. Either. Yeah. And so those guys from Imperial, just south of Ogallala, yes. and uh, for those of you... Uh, looking at your map uh, of Nebraska but so tell us a little bit about the concept of uh, how you became Rabble Mill and and what uh, Andrew and Mike's vision has been for this organization. Yeah, so so Rabble Mill actually came about um by a merger of two nonprofits so here in Nebraska which was started by um Andrew and Angie Norman. Yes. Um and the Bay which uh Mike started and they realized if they combined forces they would really be able to create this amazing impact. So that happened in 2018 and have been growing nonstop ever since and, um, and such that is such a, a gift to the city of Lincoln and uh, and then um, the most exciting thing began to happen and you are now a focus program for LPS yes. yes so we were able to expand beyond that kind of really early um, programming where we're doing out of school time with with elementary kids with skate and fashion and um, like digital media Um, so we created an opportunity for them to actually come to high school at the bay Uh, so we partnered with lincoln public schools and created bay high a focus program that's business management marketing and infotech curriculum focused and then we do a lot of partnering with businesses and industry to kind of bring them inside the classroom and give the students these amazing opportunities to do creative projects um, that really are going to get out there in the world some of those students you know they really didn't have a home uh, it seems like you know those are some of the kids that are so gifted so creative that maybe didn't feel like they had a place in in a in a regular structured high school setting. Right. We we like to lovingly say we we serve the misfits. Absolutely. Um, the future belongs to the misfits, and I love it. so we're we're the place where those those kids can find that belonging. Um, and maybe they're just not into the traditional sports or some of the more traditional 
um, activities in high school. So they've got a place with us with gaming, photography and videography, skateboarding, obviously, um, fashion, music production, nice. uh, lots and lots of really cool things going on. And, and, and so before I forget, I'm going to ask you to do this a couple times. If people want to participate and find out, A, find out more about Rabble Mill and all the great things you have going on, but hopefully decide that they're going to give some coin uh, to match uh, the great program with Give to Lincoln Day, how can people find out more and, 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 uh, and possibly be a contributor to Rabble yes. Mill? Um, so via our website, rabblemill.org is a great place to find out more, um, get our contact information, um, donate and participate in that giving for Give to Lincoln Day or, of course, all year round, too. Absolutely. So, so this was the first year uh, with partnering with LPS. Am I correct? Is yes. this your first class? Yes. Yeah. We kicked it off in the fall um, in just a couple, couple weeks. Now and you- we will be uh, finishing up our first full year. So uh, juniors and seniors? Juniors and seniors. Mm-hmm. Um, we have juniors in the morning. We have seniors in the afternoon. Uh, we are actually adding another teacher next year. So there will be a journalism teacher. Oh. Um, and students will be able to get um, some English requirements and get some cool experiences there, too. Awesome. And, and, and remind people where you're located and how they can come and visit and skate and, and all that stuff. Yes. So we are at 2005 Y Street um, over in the Turbine Flats neighborhood. Yes. Um, we So if you come during the school day, you get to come through our main door and you get to meet our school secretary, Bobby. Um, if you come for some of our after school programming, you're going to go in through the skate park door. Like, as you mentioned, there's open skate, all kinds of opportunities, um, to get engaged. Youth focused, of course. Um, there are programming, um, for some of the older, older folks as well, the not 19 and under. Um, but we, but we are very much youth focused with a lot of that programming. So talk a bit, talk a little bit. So Christina Oldfather from Rabble Mill is joining us. So talk a little bit about some of the projects that you've been working on that you're focusing on this school year. Yeah, so a lot of Beihai, um, which we talked about, kind of bringing um, those experiences into the classroom and then also creating skills after school. So we've created these clubs where students can learn how to um, be baristas. They can learn photography and videography. We've got students that put on live shows once a month, um, and they're doing all the music production, so all the sound, lights, booking the bands, and all they the have marketing. Oppor- they have that opportunity right there. Yes, to, right to there, employ those skills. Exactly, right there in the building, and they're they're putting them to work. Um, so that's kind of the the structure of Beihai. Um, the other program that we started and piloted in February is called Gap Year. So that yeah. is actually for 18 to 22-year-olds. Um, and it's really to give those kids an opportunity to explore and figure out, do they want to go to college, get a job, or start a business? And then we've got several pathways that they can um, take one of those three avenues, like um, learning to make creative content, learning Adobe, um, doing music or fashion, or again, kind of focused on that creative side of things. Absolutely. Um, And that ties so well into the past mission of here in Nebraska. Yes, definitely. Uh, And and, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm almost speechless because it's just such a wonderful program. And, And talk a little bit more about that gap year and how, 
how you're using that is that uh, so is that program also through LPS or are you explain that a little bit more for yeah me. so that is a, a rebel mill program yeah. um, we are partnering with the um, American Job Center here okay. in Lincoln okay. so students can get support services through the American Job Center um, such as you know they help pay for internships and different things that wrap around the the skills and experiences that we give the students so that they can really take what they love and make it into a reality of a of a career. Yeah, that's wonderful. Um, so what happens uh, here in two weeks uh, when you send the kids off on their way? And there's a graduation, obviously, for some of those kids. Yes. How exciting uh, for those to have your first yes, graduates. very first Bayhigh graduating class. Yeah, that's yes. exciting. So we're going to celebrate, of course, um, and then we're going to gear up for our summer programming. We've got camps going. Yeah, talk a little bit about long. that. Yeah, Are yeah. those full? Are there still room for? I believe there are still a few spots. Okay. Um, again, you can go to um, rebelmill.org and check those out. If you've got uh, youth that need a place to go this summer, um, they can learn skateboarding, um, do different learn how to do skateboarding tricks um there's some music components and a lot of fun things they get to hang out in a cool space too at the bay and music you have music uh, uh regularly for the kids to uh, enjoy on what friday nights saturday yes. nights and um, hang out and friday nights there, so part of our our programming plan is that there is something happening for youth every Friday night. So a place nice. to go, a place to hang out. Um, one of those Fridays is a music. So there's a live show that is put on for youth by youth. Um, there's an event called Art and Thrift. So our uh, local youth entrepreneurs, our Bay High kids that are running businesses and designing clothes get to bring their art and their fashion and That's everything. So and they get to come sell it um, at that event. Then there's skate competitions that happen other evenings, um, and then there's also esports. So we've got a lot of things going on for youth to take advantage of. Christine Oldfather joining us on the Dan Parsons Show, uh, 1499.3 KLIN. And of course, you can catch us anytime on your favorite podcast platforms. Um, and so Give the Lincoln Day is coming up. And so if folks aren't familiar with uh, Give the Lincoln Day, a wonderful program from the Lincoln Community Foundation. And uh, they've been doing it since 2012. And uh, thousands of donors have come together to raise more than, get this, Christina, you, you may know this, uh, since 2012, when Lincoln Community Foundation began Give the Lincoln Day, there's been more than $50 million of support uh, for Lancaster County nonprofits. That is amazing. And so we want to help uh, Rabble Mill uh, jump up on the leaderboard because you're already raising funds. It's already yes, it eligible. Yes, it's already started. That's right. Uh, are, are you glancing uh, from hour to hour, day to day, where you're at on the leaderboard? I haven't yet, but okay. I am sure that there are... Um some of our staff that probably are. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's such a great uh, program and such a great opportunity and and so all the gifts given for the uh, for Give the Lincoln Day are matched uh, by the Lincoln Community Foundation's matching fund of five hundred thousand um, dollars. And so Give the Lincoln Day is uh, coming up on Wednesday, May twenty fourth. But uh, and you can find out more about that uh, and give to your favorite uh, nonprofit here in Lincoln by going to 
GiveToLincoln.com, G-I-V-E-T-O-L-I-N-C-O-L-N.com. And, um, and Rabble Mill, you can find out more about Rabble Mill and participate in some of their programs. And hey, uh, put your skates on and get over there. Absolutely. And uh, so Rabble Mill, R-A-B-B-L-E-M-I-L-L dot O-R-G. So, Christina, uh, I was always fascinated with, uh, uh, with, with your background in workforce development and, and, and making that transition now over to this nonprofit. What's that been like? Yeah, it's been a, a lot of fun, um, especially because, you know, Rabble Mill is just really focused on doing things that youth want to do and youth want to participate in. So, I mean, it's always... Like I said, I was a board member, and so I just... Yeah, you were familiar with yes, the group. Yes, I was yeah. familiar with the group and just knew that they were doing things that were just outside of the box. Um, so to be able to come over and kind of build a program where we're really outside of the box, um, having the support from the city, too, has been absolutely phenomenal to to make that happen. So... Um, you know, we're building that gap year program that's in a pilot yeah. right now. Um, it's just been, it's really been a lot of fun. That's really cool. That's really cool. So how many students will, do you know how many will graduate uh, here in a couple of weeks in your program? Um, I Not, be- put you on the spot. But. I believe we have around 45 seniors oh, okay. um, that will be graduating. So how many yeah. total students this, uh, this uh, year? We're around 76. Wow. Wow. So some of the other focus programs I am familiar with, because a couple of my kids went the, through the uh, entrepreneurial focus program. Imagine oh, that. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, two of my kids did. And so that was, uh, and they just loved it. I mean, for, for, for parents and maybe students who are thinking about uh, maybe enrolling for next year, is that process uh, passed? Or? Oh, yeah. Great yeah, question. Yeah. Applications are still open. Okay. Um, and we are definitely taking applications. So, um if you go to Bay, it's, I can't remember the exact website, but basically if you Google Bay High Lincoln Public Schools, it'll take you to that page um, where you can click to apply. And, 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 ex- and explain for our listeners what that process, or not the process, but what that school day is like of the focus programs as opposed to traditional high school experience here in Lincoln. Yeah, so the focus programs really give students that opportunity to dive deep into some of these areas, like again, for us, it's business, marketing, management, and infotech, um, and they get entrepreneurship and um, photography and videography and some of these things. So they go to their home high school, mm-hmm. um, and then they, for the seniors, they come to Bay High in the afternoon, and they take, um, and next year it'll actually be three classes because they'll have journalism <laughs> added to the mix, um, but there's a variety of courses, so like sports marketing, in events management, um, there's entrepreneurship, there's web development, personal branding. Uh, nice. So, yeah, a lot of really, really great opportunities that that you don't necessarily get to dive so deep into at your home high school. Yeah, so you still have in your home high school the core classes and everything, and then in the afternoon you get to go to the focus uh, program and, and really cut loose and, yes. and, and find out... If you're a miss, if you think you're a misfit, yes, you can find a home 
at Bay High. Absolutely. If you think you're a misfit, you should go fill out the application if you're going into your junior or senior year in Lincoln Public Schools, for sure. Yeah, that's so cool. Christina Oldfather from Rabble Mill. Uh, and you can learn more about Rabble Mill by going to their website, rabblemill.org, and give the Lincoln Days coming up. And and like I said, I just uh, am thrilled to be able to, to highlight some of my favorite charities uh, and the great work that uh, you're doing here in the city and uh, I appreciate that. We uh, uh, we can't support enough uh, of, of of these nonprofits. And what a wonderful program uh, that uh, with Give to Lincoln Day at the Lincoln Community Foundation does every year. And uh, $50 million in the past few years uh, has been distributed. Uh, around our community so w- what a great what a great program and uh, so christina Oldfather, we uh, uh as we wrap up um, uh, so what's the rest of the school year look like you just got a couple weeks left yes just a couple weeks left there's actually a really big event happening on saturday um at the bay it's called skate art music fest so this Ooh. is something that has happened every year um, but this year it has been planned entirely by the junior class uh, so there's going to be a youth skate competition. Um, art and thrift will be open and art for sale and fashion and all kinds of good stuff there. There will be some bands playing. Um, so they get to see the fruits of their labor come to fruition on Saturday with all the hard work and planning they've been doing. That's really great. Well, I'm I'm so happy, Christina, that you could stop by and 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 educate our listeners a little bit more about Rabble Mill and the wonderful work that you do here in the community. So let's stay in touch. I want to see. I'll be watching the leaderboard. So yes. hopefully uh, we can make a difference and support what you're doing there. So thanks, Christina, for for joining us on the on the Dan Parsons Show. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, we'll be right back after this message. Ninety nine three and fourteen hundred. K-L-I-N. You're listening to the Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 K-L-I-N. Welcome back to the Dan Parsons Show. Well, uh, Johnny, what a great uh, opportunity to talk about some of my favorite nonprofits uh, here in Lincoln. And so, uh, and thanks to Christina Oldfather from Rabble Mill. Check out Rabble Mill. They're just doing uh, just revolutionary work over there and uh, at Bay High. And if you have a student, a junior or senior coming up that is not real thrilled about uh, their current high school and maybe looking for something else to do uh, uh, with some really creative programs and experiences. Uh, check out Rabble Mill and do uh, check out uh, all of the nonprofits that are participating and and give to Lincoln Day. Well, and also thanks to my friend Paul Hamill from Nebraska Examiner. Paul uh, is uh, back over to the legislature uh, and. Uh, <laughs> trying to see what kind of uh, fun things are going on in the legislature in these last few days. It's pretty pretty crazy. But it, it I do want to continue to focus on local journalism and what's going on here in our city uh, from local journalists. Well, let me tell you a little bit about what's coming up on tomorrow's show. It is our Lincoln Business Roundtable Day. Uh, every Thursday, we're going to talk with the business leaders and policies that are affecting the business here in Lincoln. And I'm pleased to welcome on the show tomorrow Todd Ogden, uh, 
president and CEO of the Downtown Lincoln Association. And mark your calendars uh, for Friday's show, even though, Johnny, we only have a half a show Friday because our friends uh, Willie B. and the boys are going to play some baseball on Friday and start their last home series. Uh, but we will, uh, this Friday and every Friday, have uh, Chef Kevin Shin and uh, the Friday Afternoon Club. So thanks for joining us on KLN 1499.3.